0: Hey everyone. This is Ben Norton and you are listening to or watching the Multipolarista podcast. This is a very special episode. I have the great privilege today of speaking with the Executive Secretary of the Bolivarian Alliance, the ALBA. The full name is the Bolivarian Alliance for the Peoples of Our America and it's also an economic alliance and the full name is ALBA TCP which is also a trade agreement for the peoples. This is an economic alliance created by countries in Latin America and the Caribbean to support independence from imperialism, sovereignty and regional integration. And today I'm speaking with the secretary the executive secretary of the ALBA, Sasha Jorenti. He is a former Bolivian diplomat and minister. He served as Bolivia's ambassador to the United Nations and as a minister under Bolivia's former president, Evo Morales. And today we are going to be speaking about the ongoing summit of the Americas in Los Angeles, California. This has been a diplomatic disaster for the US government, which is hosting the summit. At least eight countries in Latin America have boycotted, their heads of state have boycotted the summit, including the presidents of Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador, and um, Bolivia, and Venezuela, Nicaragua, and Cuba are not attending either. The U.S. government refused to invite them, but they also said that they don't even want to attend the summit, which they do not consider legitimate. There are also reports, although I'm going to ask the secretary, about members of the Caribbean and the Caribbean community, Caricom, who said that they would potentially boycott the summit, which is going on right now. Today is June 8th. It started on June 6th and is going on this week in Los Angeles, California. So unfortunately, uh, Secretary Jorenti does not have a lot of time today, so I'm going to go straight to him. And uh, Secretary Jorenti, you are the the leader of the ALBA, the Bolivarian Alliance. Can you talk about what the ALBA's position has been on the Summit of the Americas? And can you give a general response to how you think the US government has managed this?
1: Well. thank you very much uh, I want to thank you very much for the for the opportunity. Um, first of all we we consider we don't consider this is a, a, a summit nor of the Americas because of the arbitrary decision of the host country in this case the United States in order to exclude uh, some uh, nations countries of uh, of uh, the Americas of the Latin America and the Caribbean uh, from from this meeting. Uh, the Alba Uh, Just to give you a few, uh, some information about our our organization. It's a multilateral sub-regional organization that gathers 10 countries uh, from Latin America and also uh, the the Caribbean. It was established in 2004 uh, by uh, Hugo Chavez and and Fidel Castro and then uh, uh, eight other countries uh, Uh, join uh, our organization. Um, We held the summit uh, of ALA tcp on May 27, just a few days ago, and uh, on uh, our declaration, we reject the exclusions and the discriminatory treatment uh, in the so-called Summit of the Americas in in Los Angeles. Uh, I think that uh, for any honest analyst, uh, this uh, uh, meeting that was convened by the by the United States has failed already, not just because of the exclusions, but um, also because of the reaction of most countries of Latin America and the Caribbean. You mentioned a few. Uh, everything started by the statements made by the president of Mexico, but the president of Honduras of Bolivia uh, also uh, have. Uh, uh, Decided to take a strong position against this decision. Uh, Caricom, as you also mentioned, the Community of Caribbean States have had have had a meeting of foreign ministers uh, a few weeks ago, and they also called the United States for uh, everyone to participate in this uh, uh, meeting, and uh, also the the president uh, of the community of uh, Latin American and Caribbean states, CELAC, uh, who is right now the President of Argentina, has said that he's going to participate in the so-called summit, but he will represent the voice of Latin America and the Caribbean, condemning the the decision of the host country, the United States, uh, to exclude uh, uh, these three countries. So, it is a failure, not just because uh, the reaction that has caused uh, in in the region, but also because I think that everyone realizes that uh, the United States government is not interested in integration, is not interested in human rights nor democracy. What what they do is uh, they try to use every single venue, every single opportunity for in order to uh, just to help their hegemonic uh, interests instead of integration uh, this is a good example what we are uh, facing these these days and uh, some other thing that i want to also underline is that uh, it is not just the discrimination against these three countries but also against many uh, representatives of civil society from from different countries, so uh, it shows uh, really how the United States government considers uh, our region. Uh, they continue to consider Latin America and the Caribbean as their uh, backyard. Uh, a few days ago, Joe Biden says it's not our backyard; it's our it's our frontier. Uh, they don't realize that we are not uh, anybody's back or frontier at all and uh, i think it's a mix of uh, uh not understanding what's happening but also this uh, superiority complex that runs out the the uh, the the u.s uh, foreign policy towards latin america and the caribbean
0: and ambassador Jorenti, i would like to speak also about the countries that are attending so i mentioned that the presidents of mexico andres Manuel lopez Obrador. Honduras, the new left-wing president of Honduras, Samara Castro, uh, the president of Bolivia, Luis Arce, and also the president of Guatemala, uh, Alejandro Jametay, who, for different political reasons, he's more conservative. But those are the presidents who are boycotting this summit, also the governments of Cuba, Venezuela, and Nicaragua. Together, these countries represent over 200 million people. I should also mention that there are reports that the president of El Salvador, Nay Bukele, is reportedly not attending. So together, that's that's more than 200 million people in a region, which is more than one third of the population. And the leaders who are attending are some of the leaders that are the most notorious for violating human rights. I'm talking about Ivan Duque in Colombia, who is closely linked to drug trafficking. I'm also talking about the extremely right wing president of Bolsonaro, uh, excuse me, of Brazil, Jair Bolsonaro, who has threatened sitting politicians, who has praised the Pinochet dictatorship. So what do you think this says about the fact that the progressive governments in the region are, at least their heads of state, are refusing to participate, but some of the most reactionary elements that violate human rights and do not respect popular democracy are participating in this summit, along with, I should mention, the country of Spain, which was invited, which is very much not in the Americas. The last time I looked, uh, Spain is in Europe. So what do you think that says about this, this summit that's being organized by the U.S. government?
1: Uh, uh, as I said before, it, it's a failure. It's, a, uh, uh, it's the way they look at, at our region, but it's part of a plan. It is not something that comes out of the blue. Uh, the United States has a clear policy of trying to dismantle, to destroy every single attempt for genuine, authentic integration. Uh, what happened in, in in South America with UNASU, the uh, uh, Unity of Nations of, of the South, uh, it, it was it was destroyed by uh, right wing governments, and of course everyone. Also understands that the hand of the, of the State Department was behind that. Also, the, the, the parallelization of, of CELAC, the Community of Latin American and Caribbean States, uh, up I mean, until uh, Mexico took over of the presidency. Uh, so, uh, it is part of a the plan. They, they, want, they don't want a, a proper a, a unity or integration of Latin American and Caribbean states. That's why what they are trying to do is to have the OAS and its Secretary General to be uh, like, uh, like uh, it was pointed out uh, by, by, by Cuban revolutionary uh, Che Guevara, uh, the, the Ministry of Colonies. And uh, I think even if it goes even beyond that. I think that we have to understand that Latin America and the Caribbean has a different agenda has different interest has even a different doctrine than the uh, than the united states uh, this is the the, the the confrontation that we have now uh, it, it is a, a two centuries confrontation the monroe doctrine that was published uh, in in 1823 it's going to be 200 years next year and the bolivarian uh, doctrine that, was, that also has uh, 200 years those two doctrines are uh, in uh, in confrontation uh, because of the incompatibility incompatibility of their interest uh, for 200 years and of course some countries of our region align itself to the uh, doctrine Monroe and some others to the Bolivarian uh, doctrine uh, I believe that uh, our uh, venue for integration, is not the summit of the Americas. Uh, I think I believe that the, the 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 true and authentic venue for us to get together is CELAC, the Community of Latin American and Caribbean States. And uh, a a proposal has come out in the summit of ALBA. Uh, the president of uh, of Nicaragua, uh, Daniel Ortega, uh, and also President Maduro recently reiterated the proposal of. Having uh, meetings with the United States, of course, and Canada, but in, a, in another kind of format. CELAC uh, meets, uh, uh, has regular meetings with China, uh, with Russia, uh, with different kind of, 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 of countries. And, and uh, I think that this kind of format could be established uh, with with the United States and, and Canada. Uh, but... Uh, we need some uh, venue in which things are run by Latin America and the Caribbean uh, countries and interests, not the U.S. interests, that because they, as I said, they are uh, not uh, uh, aligned. And um, just one, one uh, another thing that uh, who is going and who is not going. Uh, what I believe is that uh, most of the leaders or representatives are, are that are going are going to protest for the exclusions and the ones that are not going of course they are not going in, in protesting for, for the decisions of the United States um, the, the the summit is a failure uh, but I think that we have to understand that uh, the the integration uh, will not be uh, will not be achieved through the Summit of the Americas. Because from the beginning, from 1994, when the first summit was held, the purpose of the United States was to have uh, a, a free market area in, in, in America. And, uh, uh, of course, that failed in 2005 in, in, in the Summit of uh, uh, Health in, in Mar del Plata in Argentina, when leaders such as Nestor Kirchner, Tabaré Vazquez, Lula da Silva, Hugo Chavez uh, had a strong position against uh, uh, this uh, area of free trade of the uh, Americas. Uh, The main interest of the United States is to have uh, control of uh, uh, Latin American and Caribbean's uh, natural resources. That's the first interest. The second one is for the region to be uh, the market for U.S. products or, uh, uh, or or companies or multinational corporations. Also, they want our 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 workers for cheap labor. And the four reason of their four interest is uh, for them to control all the uh, commercial international commercial uh, uh, routes. Uh, that's why the the. Uh, the, the 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 panama canal is so important that's why they are they they did everything that they could in order to stop the, the project for the for the 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 the, the channel uh, in uh, in, uh, in in nicaragua uh, and uh, the, the 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 fifth reason is for them to to punish everyone who uh, does not obey their their commands uh but things are changing in latin america Latin america and the caribbean and uh, the dignity in which uh, most of the countries are are expressing uh, the rege- re- rejection to the, the U.S. Uh, decisions uh, is going to be the main and most important uh, issue that uh, will be discussed, or it is this be, being discussed uh, in, in Los Angeles right now.
0: Yes. And Secretary Giorenti, you mentioned that there was just a few weeks ago, there was a summit held in Cuba of the members of the ALBA. These are countries in both Latin America and the Caribbean. Can you talk about what was discussed in that summit and the, the final declaration that was published?
1: Well, uh, the, the declaration was a very important one. As, as, I, as I mentioned before, uh, ALBA uh, joins uh, 10 countries, and me to mention them because I think it's important. It's one third of the of the whole uh, Latin America and the Caribbean region it's uh, uh, Cuba, Venezuela, Bolivia, Nicaragua, Antigua and Barbuda, uh, Grenada, Dominica, San Kitts San Nevis, Lucia and uh, San Vincent and the Grenadines Grenadines those t- ten ten countries gathering in Havana and the first uh, the first point that they have uh, adopted was course the rejection of exclusions and the discriminatory treatment in the so-called summit of the americas in los angeles they pointed out that the genuine regional integration should be laid by uh, CELAC, the community of latin american caribbean states and they underlined the 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 proclamation of latin america and the caribbean as a zone of peace a zone of peace that's why uh, the presence of uh, u.s uh, uh, military uh, basis is an aggression to this uh, 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 proclamation of our region as a zone of peace. Also, the presence of NATO uh, goes against this uh, this proclamation. So that's 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 another point that was uh, uh, underlined on our on our summit. The other thing is the 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 the, the support the right of all countries uh, of the continent to be not just invited but also to participate. In, in 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 meetings such as the the so-called summit of the the Americas, also uh, the, the Alba has denounced the discriminatory treatment by the United States as the host country of the so-called summit of the Americans against numerous representatives of the genuine civil society of our uh, continent, and also as we did before the re- the rejection. To uh, the unilateral coercive measures that the United States uh, uh, imposes against countries of our alliance, this goes against the principles of the uh, UN Charter. It goes against uh, against uh, um, international law, against the the, the, the principles of uh, of multilateralism uh, as well. We have to repeat every single time that the United States imposes a, a blockade an embargo against Cuba for more than six decades. That's a a crime against humanity, Uh, also against uh, Venezuela and and Nicaragua. And uh, this is, I think, something that we should should always remember, that the the United States government used the pandemic as a weapon. They weaponized the pandemic against not just these three countries, but some others in the world, because instead of trying to uh, lift some of these uh, illegal uh, uh, measures against uh, uh, the peoples of these countries, they use the pandemic in, the pandemic in order to strengthen these illegal uh, unilateral coercive measures. So uh, I think that I mean the the, the summit has. Uh, has based itself in the principles and purposes of the United Nations Charter that the United States has uh, committed itself to uh, uphold. the Same thing with international law.
0: And um, and uh, Ambassador Giorenti, you mentioned that the U- the U.S. government has gone out of its way supporting coups to try to prevent countries from integrating into the Bolivarian Alliance, for instance. Yeah. Honduras, under President Manuel Salaya was a member of the ALBA. There was a U.S.-backed coup in 2009, and, Alba, and Honduras was removed from the ALBA. Similarly, Ecuador had been part of the ALBA, and there was this betrayal, a kind of internal soft coup by Lenin Moreno against the former president, Rafael Correa, and he withdrew Ecuador from the ALBA. And, and I would say, from studying this, that one of the main reasons that Washington has been Afraid of the ALBA is that it proposes an economic alternative for the region based on regional integration, based on bartering, and based on the creation of a new currency. The ALBA did and create a new currency for trade in the region called the Sucre. And we saw recent comments from the former president of Brazil, Lula da Silva, who said that if he wins the October election, that he plans on creating a new currency in Latin America and the Caribbean for trade called the Sur. Can you talk about attempts in the region to create a new currency to integrate the economics of the region and to uh, create more independence from the U.S. dollar and U.S. hegemony?
1: Well, uh, yes. The, I mean, uh, first of all, you mentioned many of the of the countries in which the United States was part of a, of a, of a coup d'etat. Uh, I have to add Bolivia on on that list. What the OAS and the United States uh, supported was a a dictatorship in in my own country. And, uh, I mean, uh, what happened in in Bolivia was, of course, one of the latest examples of of, of how the United States States does not care about democracy. They talk about democracy, but uh, what they do is they organize and finance uh, not just coup d'etat, but also political instability in, in our countries. Uh, we we have to uh, ask ourselves, for instance, who funded, who is funding the opposition in, in, in countries such as Nicaragua or, or Cuba uh, or even, uh, of course, uh, Venezuela? Is, is the... Uh, they, through NGOs or directly, as the United States. So they are the last ones to to try to uh, teach lessons on, on democracy or, or human rights. Our our countries, our peoples know exactly what they have done for decades and decades in, in Latin America and the Caribbean. Um, and um, you mentioned the efforts in order to uh, achieve uh, uh, a different kind of uh, relationship in terms of economics or, 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 or finances. That's our, or one of the goals of, uh, of, uh, of ALBA-TCP. Uh, we have done tremendous uh, uh, advances in terms of uh, uh, having uh, economic relationships uh, in, based on, on solidarity, not, uh, not, uh, not just profit. Uh, Petro Caribe is another example in which uh, the solidarity of Venezuela has been shown all over the region in terms of providing uh, energy in an affordable uh, way for, 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 for different uh, countries. The idea of having a, 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 our own currency is, of course, uh, one of our uh, goals. Uh, we were pleased by the by the declaration made by, by Lula da Silva. That's an effort that we have to to continue working on because imperialism is not just uh, political control imperialism is not just uh, territorial control imperialism is also it is it is very very much linked to natural resources to the financial system to the how the the debt uh, system works is very much related to the world bank to the international monetary monetary fund the way in which the dollar uh, imposes its will in, in the whole world. And things are changing. Things are changing, uh, not just in Latin America and the Caribbean, but also in Asia and Africa. So uh, what we are seeing is it's uh, uh, a, uh, an uh, empire which is uh, losing its, uh, its power. And uh, I think that uh, uh, this century will be a century in which we will see uh, the decay of uh, U.S. imperialism.
0: And, uh, Secretary Llorenti, um, in addition to being the secretary of the ALBA, you were previously a Bolivian minister under President Evo Morales and Bolivia's ambassador to the United Nations. You mentioned the, the U.S.-backed coup in Bolivia in 2019 against Evo Morales the government the people of bolivia were able to overthrow democratically that coup um, defeat the coup regime at the ballot box and the current government led by the movement towards socialism party and president luis Arose, um the government judicial system has just said that the former dictator geninia agnes faces 15 years in prison i'm wondering if you can comment on the, the the process of defeating the coup in Bolivia and the restoration of democracy in your country
1: well i believe that the bolivian people has written one of the most heroic and epic pages of the history of Latin America and the Caribbean because if we look if we compare similar processes in some other countries uh, we will find that there are very, very, very few examples in which the people itself recover democracy after a short period of time, because uh, I mean it, it took in some cases 10 or 15 years before uh, they would get uh, uh, people would get back to, to to power. In the case of Bolivia, it took uh, uh, one year, but a very high at a very high cost there were two massacres in, in bolivia more than uh, almost 40 people were killed people were persecuted uh, uh, were jailed uh, many of us had to to go to exile uh, but uh, the people itself recovered democracy uh, democratically and um, uh, and and now uh, the the what's what's happening in bolivia there of course uh, they there uh, the people who took uh, power illegally is being is being prosecuted, and we we hope that uh, uh, the, all the responsible ones will be uh, rightfully and lawfully uh, uh, also punished. I think that 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 will send a clear message not just to the uh, to, to Bolivians, but also to all Latin Americans and Caribbeans that. Uh, the times for, I mean, the the, uh, the uh, coup task should be part of the past, but uh, we also understand that uh, whenever uh, uh, the right wing interest, the oligarchy, or the U.S. interest uh, do not have, I mean, the, the democracy do not that, that does not fit their interest, they they go and do things like that as as I have they, they have done in not just in bolivia but also in they tried to do that in nicaragua in 2018 they tried to do in 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 venezuela uh, the, the the last uh, revelations of what what they were organizing in venezuela are really really scary uh, not just mercenaries not just the planification of military intervention but also they tried to kill president maduro uh, so we have to be aware we have not we we have we don't have the the luxury of being naive—we uh, we have to 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 be alert twenty-four-seven because uh, uh, the goal, and I mean the the rights of the people, the the benefits of this uh, revolutionary process are not safe unless we are uh, we are not naive.
0: And Secretary Jorenti, I know that you are a very busy man, and I know we have to wrap up the interview. I just want to conclude with one final um, question. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that in Los Angeles right now, outside of the U.S. uh, government-sponsored summit, there is an alternative summit called the Summit of the Peoples, the People's Summit for Democracy. This has been organized by social movements across the Americas, including social movements in the United States and Canada, but also social movements in South America, Central America, and the Caribbean. And one of the co-conveners of this People's Summit for Democracy that's going on in protest is Alba Alba Movimientos, the social movement arm of the ALBA. Um, I believe believe it's independent from ALBA, the, the body that brings together the countries, but I'm wondering if you can just speak about the People's Summit for Democracy that's going on to protest the U.S. government-sponsored exclusionary summit?
1: Well, I I believe that's a real summit, the the, the People's Summit, because uh, the policy of exclusions of the United States uh, has made clear what's at stake. There uh, There are global and regional threats. We are missing the opportunity to, for governments to talk about uh, health, to talk about climate change, to talk about debt, to talk about the, 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 the real challenges that, that our people, uh, people face. Uh, so, we are looking forward for the, for the conclusions uh, uh, of, of, of the People's Summit uh we were we we are going to participate i will participate uh, virtually on, on on the last uh, day of the of the summit and we we believe that uh, they were also victims of this discriminatory policy because as i pointed out uh, many representatives of civil society of, of our countries were excluded uh, from the participation of, of these summit because of the of the of the U.S. government that uh, didn't provide the, the the visas for these uh, people. So uh, we look forward uh, to the, as I said, to the conclusions of the of the summit. Uh, I think that uh, this is this is going to be a milestone on the long process for our for our peoples to get together and to 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 struggle against uh, our common threats. Uh, and our common threats are, are imperialism, capitalism, colonialism, uh, and uh, of course uh, uh, patriarchy uh, uh, as well. Uh, so th- that's that's from 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 my point of view, and, uh, and I really thank you very much for for this opportunity.
0: I want to thank you, Secretary Sasha Jorenti, the Executive Secretary of the Bolivarian Alliance, the ALBA. For people who want to find more information about Secretary Jorenti and the ALBA, you can follow him on Twitter at Sasha Giorenti. that is S-A-C-H-A-L-L-O-R-E-N-T-I at Twitter. And you can also follow the ALBA at Alba TCP A-L-B-A-T-C-P on Twitter. Again, I want to thank you, Secretary Jorenti. I know you're a very busy man. It was a real pleasure speaking with you.
1: Thank you. It was my pleasure, man.
0: Great. And I want to thank everyone who watched and listened to this. This will be available in addition to the video on YouTube and Rumble and Rockfin and Odyssey. You can also find an audio version of this as as the Multipolarista podcast. And then I'm going to be publishing a written transcript of this interview at multipolarista.com. So thank you to Secretary Durenti and thank you to everyone who watched and listened. I'm Ben Norton and I'll see you all next time. Thanks a lot.